That was a great dinner. So great. Wait, where'd you park the car? Oh, the one I just sold at Carvana. What? When did you do that? When you were still looking at the menu. I went on Carvana.com and all I had to do was enter the license plate or VIN, answer a few questions, and got a real offer in seconds. They picked up the car already? No, I parked around the corner. But they are picking it up tomorrow and paying me right on the spot. Oh, no wonder you picked up the check. Yeah, about that. Uh, thought we were going halfsies. Sell your car to Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get a real offer in seconds. To the Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today's poem is by Amy Lowell. She was an American poet who lived from 1874 to 1925. She was from Brookline, Massachusetts, and she posthumously won the Pulitzer Prize for Poetry in 1926. The poem that I'm going to read today is called Dog Days. Guess I have some, some summer poems on the brain this week. It goes like this. A ladder sticking up at the open window the top of an old ladder, and all of summer is there. Great waves and tufts of wisteria surge across the window, and a thin, belated blossom jerks up and down in the sunlight, purple translucence against the blue sky. Tie back this branch, I say, but my hands are sticky with leaves, and my nostrils widen to the smell of crushed green. The ladder moves uneasily at the open window. And I call to the man beneath, tie back that branch. There's a ladder leaning against the windowsill and a mutter of thunder in the air. So Amy Lowell was part of a movement in poetry called the Imagists. Imagism was the movement. 20th century, Ezra Pound was probably one of the more influential names you'll you'll uh you'll know in there and he collected a lot of them for anthologies they were sort of unsentimental anti-sentimental in a sense um in their work the images were they were into things like directness of they wanted their presentation their their images to be very direct they wanted to have very specific economic language and they certainly were experimental in their forms almost always, I think. I'm trying to think of a few examples off the top of my head. Uh, almost always um, employing free verse. A characteristic feature of imagism is its attempt to isolate a single image to reveal its essence. And you know, Wikipedia is going to compare them to cubism and other movements like that. So if you want to dive in deep, you can, you can do so. But this is an example of a poem that in some ways is committed to that description by Wikipedia that I just read. An attempt to isolate a single image to reveal its essence. Here we have this image of a ladder sticking up at the open window, the top of an old ladder, and all of summer is there. So that line, and all of summer is there, tells us pretty much what we need to know, right? I mean, it, well, there's a lot that we can linger over and play with and think about and all that in this poem. But all of summer is there, the poet tells us. And then, of course, she comes back to it at the very end, right? There is a ladder leaning against the windowsill, is the second to the last line. And a mutter of thunder in the air. So this is interesting because there's a bit of a narrative to this poem. Very, very small bit of a narrative, right? It's not the kind of poem that, in a sense, feels like she's trying to make a statement. It seems like she's more concerned with the image. You know, that comes across in a poem like this. And in some ways, it's refreshing, right? Like, you don't feel like... She you know, she's making a political statement. Lowell was in some ways a, a somewhat political poet, I suppose. But she, um, in this poem, does not seem to be making a political statement. She seems consumed by the thing that she's seeing. 
she comes back to it, you know, she returns to it at the very end. So she gives us the image at first, and then she gives us her experience with that image. You know, she gives us a, a little bit of a narrative. Uh, the, the, the wisteria surge across the window and the blossom jerks up and down in the sunlight. And she's trying to tie this branch back, but her hands are sticky, so she can't really do it. And all of her senses are involved, right? Her nostrils widen to the smell of the crushed green. And the ladder is moving uneasily at the window. And she calls for the man beneath to tie back the branch. Um, you know, so she's, you kind of reveal as you're going that she's on the ladder. <laughs> she's not in the window, which I think is really interesting. At the very beginning, you think, oh, maybe she's in the window and the ladder's sticking up at the window. But no, she's at the top of the old ladder. She is <laughs> maybe... If she's in the window, it's because she's in the window from the outside. And then we get this little ominous bit at the end. There's a mutter of thunder in the air. So she's up on the ladder. She's trying to tie back a branch. She can't do it because her hands are sticky. She's on the outside. She's up high. And there's a mutter of thunder in the air. <laughs> so I love the, the little drama that she sets there. And then she leaves us hanging. So we don't know what happens next, which I think is kind of brilliant. So once again, here is Amy Lowell's Dog Days. A ladder sticking up at the open window, the top of an old ladder, and all of summer is there. Great waves and tufts of wisteria surge across the window, and a thin belated blossom jerks up and down in the sunlight. Purple translucence against the blue sky. Tie back this branch, I say, but my hands are sticky with leaves and my nostrils widen to the smell of crushed green. The ladder moves uneasily at the open window. And I call to the man beneath, tie back that branch. There is a ladder leaning against the windowsill and a mutter of thunder in the air. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. Be back tomorrow with another poem for you.